Welcome to Mornings with Martin. I've been reading through the book of Amos in preparation for our Lenten evening services. And as I was doing that, I came, I, well, at the very beginning of it, I started, I, I was captured by chapter one, verse two, where it says this. It says, the Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds mourn and the top of Carmel withers. So in that text, Amos is comparing God to a lion in that they roar, right? The Lord is this one who's roaring over all of Israel. And I started to wonder, well, why, why do lions roar anyway? An interesting fact is that lions only roar over their own territory. So when they're in their territory, that's when they roar. They never roar outside of that. And the, the idea is that they are saying, they're making claim over this land, over this space. Like, this is mine. I'm the ruler here. I'm in control here. And that's why oftentimes you see a lion roaring after a kill. They're standing over their prey and they roar and make to make claim, this is mine. No one else is allowed. And really, that's what God is doing here in the book of Amos, is that he's roaring over not his land, but his people. And he's saying, these are mine, and I won't share them with another. But what we've seen is that over and over again, the people have walked away. We've walked away. And so the Lord doesn't just roar dominion. He roars punishment, judgment over his sinful people. And that's really what the book of Amos goes through, is it just has uh, punishment and judgment after judgment after judgment. But I started to think this picture of the lion roaring over his creation, and I started to compare that with Zephaniah and the Lord, in in chapter 3, when it talks about the Lord is singing over us, and he's singing peace over us and love over us. And those two images They don't seem to go together, but they do. They go together because our God is the one who created us, made us, loves us, and wants the very best for us. And so when he sees us walking into danger, walking outside of his will and his commands, he he roars. And all of these these two images kind of came together for me. I, I told you all on Ash Wednesday in the service that I was reading through the Chronicles of Narnia. And in The Magician's Nephew... The, the sixth book that he, that he wrote, uh, it's Aslan, the great lion, who creates Narnia. And he creates Narnia through singing, through roaring. And, and so uh, those who know his voice, those who, who see him as the great lion, they hear him singing. But, though, but the, the Uncle Andrew uh, is one who can't, who has closed his heart off, can't see Aslan as anything other than a terrifying beast. And so he doesn't hear a song. He hears a roar. He hears a growl and a snarl. And so we have two pictures, one of roaring in judgment and one of singing in joy. And the question is, is who are we hearing? Are we hearing the, the great lion singing in joy over his creation, stilling us with his love, creating new life in us? Or do we hear judgment? Now, to be fair, I think we hear both sometimes. We hear his judgment when we've walked into sin. And 
Yet we've also hear his song of mercy and of forgiveness and grace. We hear both of these things and we see them both in scripture. I, I know I'm, I'm probably rambling a little bit, uh, but I, just, I love this image of God the lion roaring over his creation because we are his and singing over his creation because he loves us. So that's our, our thought for the day. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for creating us, for loving us, for saving us. And Lord, we even thank you uh, for, for roaring over us in our sin, that you would call us back to you. Father, we pray that, uh, that we would return to the Lord our God, for you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we know you love us more. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, and I'll see you next time.